0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you. It's game day. It's Sunday morning. The Pittsburgh Steelers are facing the New York Jets at 1 p.m. at Acrisure Stadium. It's been... Too long to have to dwell on that last game after playing Thursday night football. Hopefully that gave the Steelers some extra time to get some things together, to get some rest, some various different things. It allowed Minka Fitzpatrick to get through the concussion protocol. But it is now a game day. It is time to move on to New York, and this is an important one. It it really is. Let's dive into everything. The game is at 1 o'clock Eastern uh, on CBS, so if you go to com, there is an article there where that has a map of who gets what games. I'll be honest with you. Very small area that gets the Steelers-Jets games. Very small area of the country that gets the Steelers-Jets. The main game that's going out... Uh, to most places, is, believe it or not, Buffalo and Baltimore, which I can understand why, because those are two um, two very interesting teams right now, two high-powered teams, especially offensively. So you could check that out at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com to see if you are in the area where you get the Steelers game. If you are not and you need to make other arrangements in order to try to watch it, um, you could also check out the How to Watch article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So check that out. One thing I want to mention right away before I dive into too much otherwise is the weather. Because for those of us, you know, in the mid Atlantic, we've been experiencing the remnants of hurricane Ivan. Obviously we are not dealing with anything close to what they dealt with in Florida. As we continue uh, to, to, to remember those that are dealing with, with all kinds of issues with lost homes and electricity and whatnot, we're dealing with rain. Dealing with just a lot of rain, but not the destruction that it was down there. When it comes to this game, I thought the weather might be something that would be, be curious about. It is supposed it's going to rain all night in Pittsburgh, but it is supposed to stop raining around 7 or 8 a.m. where the percentages drop down to 15% on the hourly um, throughout the afternoon. By kickoff, it's only going to be about 59, 60 degrees at kickoff. So uh, um, overcast. But the rain should stop by then for those that are wondering about that issue. Now, there's there's plenty of other things to dive in, 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 into here. First of all, the betting line, uh, you know, brought to you by uh, DraftKings. It was at 3.5. It went down to 3 for a while. It is back to 3.5 in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are, this is the first time in 2022 they have been favored. The over-under is currently set at 41.5. So that's what's going on with the matchup with the Steelers and the Jets. When you look at games projected out, this was the only game before the season started where the Steelers were favored but in the first half of the season, meaning up to their bye. So that's why I say this is such a big game. Let's look at the injuries real quick, the injury status for both the Steelers and the Jets. When it comes to the Steelers, they have their first player that actually has a game status This season, it was all the way to week, week four. They didn't have anyone questionable, doubtful, nothing. Akela Witherspoon was ruled out with his hamstring injury. But the good news is this was something I was worried about that I knew could always be a possibility. He did not go on IR Saturday. If he was going to go on IR, the Steelers had up until Saturday to do it. I mean, he could still go on IR, but if they knew he was going to go on IR, they would do it. Then so because you he would have to miss four games. So this tells me that the Steelers do not believe that he is going to be missing that many games. We'll see about uh, going forward. So the steel he was ruled out, and even though Cam Sutton you know ended up on the injury report on Friday where he was limited with a groin injury, he did not have a game status. So Sutton is is expected to play. We'll see how that goes. Um, with things of that nature when you're dealing with a groin injury. Um, who knows? He might be completely fine. It might be something that could hamper him some. We will see. When it comes to the Jets, their game status is that linebacker Quincy, Quincy Williams is out with an ankle and cornerback Brandon Eccles is questionable with a hamstring. There was some moves made by both teams but ahead of the 4 p.m. deadline on Saturday. So... That was something that I thought would, would be interesting to see when it comes to Keller Withers- Witherspoon. No movement to IR. The Steelers elevated two players from the practice squad. They elevated a cornerback. They elevated Josh Jackson. And they also elevated linebacker Ryan Anderson, outside linebacker. That tells me that even though the Steelers, hey, they wanted to check out David Anene, um, who was – you know kind of tore up for Tennessee in the in the preseason they had to bring him to the to the 53 man roster but the Steelers have found that the guys that they've already had with them the first two weeks was Delonte Scott this week they've elevated Ryan Anderson i look for Anderson of course to be active and for Nane once again to be inactive the Steelers had to keep him for 3 weeks we'll see if he's still in their long term plans if they're just getting him acclimated or if it's just hey we took a shot We'll see how that plays out in future weeks. But we're more worried about this matchup coming up this week because the New York Jets, they also elevated two players from the practice squad in linebacker. I'm going to mess this name up, but we'll try. Hamza Nasser eldean <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. But with, with Quincy Williams out, that's not a surprise. They also elevated an offensive lineman, um, Grant Hermans. Um, I I don't know. I haven't looked at the Jets roster to see. Some teams only carry seven linemen and then elevate a different offensive lineman every week because you need to have eight um to, in order to have forty eight players active. I I don't know if that's the deal, but that they elevated a lineman, they might have had someone else they didn't want to have active. Uh, we we'll see. So that's any kind of news leading up with these teams. Who. Let's talk about the implications of this game. Bottom line is, I know a lot of Steelers fans are looking past this game at the rough schedule ahead that the Steelers have. Where they, after this game, they go to Buffalo, then they host Tampa, then they go to Miami, and then to Philadelphia to to finish up things before they're by. Those games sound scary. But everything about those games changes week to week and game to game. The Steelers have another game before them. And, and it's funny because I've said so many times, oh, you take it one game at a time. Well, they're, they're like, oh, of course the team has to, but we as fans can look ahead, which you can. But my point is you look at one game at a time because so much can change in that game. If the Steelers come out and look like a whole different different team, especially on offense, you're going to have huge expectations then going into the next games, or more confidence that they could do something if the steelers have a problem suffer a catastrophic injury you know one of the teams they're playing suffers a catastrophic tr- eh, a bad injury <laughs> meaning a player's going to miss multiple weeks um i hope that doesn't happen for anybody i don't like to hear about player injuries but you never know from week to week so that's why this game is the one that matters this is the one the steelers were were um, how, how do i say it they were What am I saying? They're favored to win. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't find that word. They're favored to win this week. So this is one you need to have. This is one you really need to have. I don't like to use must win at this point of the season because you're not eliminated from contention. But, man, you're not going to be feeling really good going forward if you can't get this one. That's the implication for the Steelers. Both of these teams are one and two and need to get back on track. One of them will Sunday after – the dust settles. I don't know if there'll be any dust from all the rain, but you know, barring a a, a horrendous tie, I shouldn't even bring that up. Why do I even say it? But that's, that's what's going on with some of the implications. Some things to look for in this game. You'll want to see the Steelers improve their third down conversions. It was a big talking point from last game. They only converted one, none in the first half, but yeah, they had scoring drives where they never even reached third down. When they get the third down on both offense and defense, putting the Jets in in as many third and long situations as you can because the Browns had a lot of third and manageable. And the Steelers, when they get to third down, being in third and manageable, sustaining drives on offense, getting off the field on, on key downs on defense. That's the things you want to look for for the Steelers. Uh, uh, Jeff Hartman, and I will have our X factor article out here later today. I'm pretty sure Jeff is going with Mitch Trubisky on the offense because this is the, this is another one of those games. He's got to continue to get better and try to, and try to get this offense in rhythm. Uh, some people think this offense is way off. Some people think that they're close. They just got to have things coming together a little bit more. Sunday at 1 PM is ultimately when that gets determined. So that's, that's a big one. I My X factor for this game is I think, I said it last weekend, I should have known that the Browns are going to just avoid him. And to me, it's Minka Fitzpatrick. Do the Steelers and Jets play enough that they can ingrain it into, into their quarterback to avoid number 39? Now, I think it's easier to avoid Minka Fitzpatrick with T.J. Watt not in the lineup. Because when a quarterback comes to the line of scrimmage to read the defense, normally what do they got to do? Is 90 on the field and where is he? You've got to know where T.J. Watt is at all times. Without T.J. Watt out there, who do you think they're going to look at? Where's 39? If he's going to be over here, then I'm going to throw the ball not where he is. Hopefully, with the Jets and their quarterback playing his first game of the regular season, his first game I think since the, the beginning of August, I think it was week one of the preseason, How's that going to work for them? Or can the Steelers make a splash play on the quarterback? early as he's coming in and shaking off the rust? Or is he going to come out and look like, hey, look, I'm well-rested, and and just start tearing things up? It's really going to be important early for the Steelers' defense to set the tone in this game, in my opinion. So I have Minka Fitzpatrick. I would like to see him make a splash play because he might have a better opportunity than he did before. All right, so I kind of gave you my thoughts on the game. The Steelers' defense needs, needs to not let Zach Wilson get going. They can't let him get going right off the bat. You've got to make him uncomfortable. You've got to put pressure. You've got to not give him open receivers running around. Things of that nature I think is really important in this game. And on offense, it's about sustaining drives. Sustain your drives. Um, Don't put yourself in bad situations. Stay ahead of the chains. Make sure you're checking out our entire podcast network. We will be back. Myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis with our regularly scheduled post game show. It's a one o'clock game when God intended NFL football to be played. So we will be back for that. So make sure you are ready for the alert. Uh, if you want to join us live on YouTube, if not catch us on the podcast side, ever, everything that we do on, on YouTube or Facebook live, if you join us there also ends up in podcast form, uh, make sure you're, you're checking it out. And do you know what you can do? You can catch us live they go back and listen again on the podcast forum because it's fun. And you know what? It, it, it's good for our network. The more we can grow um, multiple avenues of people taking taking in the content. So we will have uh, that and, a, and just a regular lineup this week. We're back to a regular week. It's not the week before where everything was condensed down. Now it's not that where things were stretched out from where we already had things running from the previous week. We are back to Sunday to Sunday football. I tell you, I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous about this game because games that Steelers are supposed to win, I don't want to take it for granted that they will. I I, I want to see them come out, play, play strong. Play hard, get out there, show what you can do, and both the the team and the fan base, you know, give them something to be encouraged about going into that, what's called that rough stretch of games. Because I think the Steelers can actually, if they can get rolling, they can do more in that stretch of games than what people may realize. This week is the one that matters. You need to use this game to, to, as, a, as a momentum shift and a momentum builder to get this team going in the right direction. I'm excited about 1 p.m. Let's get this kickoff going. And as we always say, to end, the, end these out, go Steelers.